Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Stacey Wanachek, who is the president and CEO of Evergreen Labs, which is probably best known for its popular product, Wine Away. Stacey, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I am excited to talk with you today. Yes, I am so excited to have 30 minutes of your time. You are so busy. You are so innovative. And this is just going to be so much fun. So let's dive right in. You created this amazing product, Wine Away, which every tasting room everywhere has. Tell us, before you started Evergreen Labs and created this fantastic product. What was your first career? So my first career, um, I majored in communications from Washington State University. And then after college, I moved to Seattle and I worked for the Sheraton Seattle in their marketing department. And, you know, I had not ever worked in the hospitality field, but I knew how to do events and promotions and write press releases and things such as that. And um, I simply fell in love with the hospitality industry and all the people at the Sheraton Seattle. They were my very first work family. And I still keep in touch with many of them. And one of them was actually a bridesmaid in my wedding many, many years ago. And um, yeah, so I, the Sheraton Seattle, that's where I got my first um, job. So how do you go from working at a hotel company to becoming the co-founder of Evergreen Labs. How does that happen? (laughs) Yeah, so after working for the Sheraton, then I went and worked for Terranomics Northwest, and I did, again, marketing and advertising and events and promotions. And then I went into sales, and I was in chemical sales. And um, at the time... Way had developed a product that was an all-purpose cleaner and degreaser. And at that same time, everybody and their brother came out with the same type of product. And so I, you know, went back to the company and said, I would love to sell this, but, you know, we're, we're too small to compete against the, the big dogs in the world. And they, they agreed. And so we just kind of gave out the product to lots of different people and, I was in Seattle, you know, in my early 20s, of course, you think you know all, and um, very short of the long, um, I came home for a weekend, and several of my friends had told me that it worked pretty good on red wine stains and pet accidents, actually, and so we were, we were at a party and having a wine tasting party, and of course, people spilled, and they said, hey, tomorrow go get that stuff and bring it back. We want to show you what we see. And so the next morning I went back and I honestly thought, Oh, you know, this is never going to work. Thank you. But, but no, and there's no need for a red wine stain remover. So I went back and it did, it worked pretty well. And so it didn't work perfect, but it was fine. 
Um, and so I went back and worked the chemist in the lab and then um, came out with a new formula, which is our exact original formula that we have today. And we gave it back out to all those people and they loved it. And so from there, I purchased the formula from the company, still was working for the chemical company and then um, started my own business. But I hadn't really like started it, I guess I would say. I was just sort of dabbling in it. So I called the editor of Food and Wine magazine and I don't recall his name at, the, um, at this point, but I called him and I said, so, hey, you know, I'm Stacy and I got this product. I'm in Walla Walla and it really seems to work on red wine stains. Could I send you up a bottle and tell me what you think? And is there even a market for it? And so he wasn't really very excited to get the product. And he said that nothing worked on red wine stains, but sure, go ahead and set it up. So I literally took a, found a triangular bottle that was kind of the shape of a Pepto-Bismol bottle and put the product in there. I had no label, no name. I mean, it was just, I got this product. What am I going to do? <laughs> and, um, and I wrote my name on it with my phone number in a Sharpie and then a really quick cover letter. Cause I really wasn't sure he was even going to read it. Right. And about a week later, he called me back and he said, Oh my gosh, we tested it in our test kitchen and it worked on the carpets and the upholstery and the linens and the fabric. And we're going to write it up in next month's issue. I need you to send me a JPEG of the logo and where people can buy it and how much it is. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I not only have no logo, I have no idea what a JPEG is. And, um, and so I found a graphic design company locally here. I'd seen some of their work and I, um, met with them and they created the label that we have now. And we originally had paper labels and we would tape all the labels on and we tied raffia around the necks and I stamped thank you cards to every, cause I was really big into stamping at the time. Um, I stamped thank you cards to everybody that purchased. And then we got the write up in food and wine magazine. And then the phones started ringing and I'm, you know, trying to do sales calls and trying to, you know, sell this product. And, um, they, they simply, it was just too much to do both for just me. So my mom, Cheryl, she was retired. She had done PR and marketing um, at the community college in town. And I said, hey, so I know you're retired and playing lots of golf and tennis, but would you want to come on just for a couple days a week, a couple hours and help answer phones and, you know, help me get some things out to the media? I would, I could really use your help. And so she said she would. And that turned into a full-time job for her. She took over um, some of the marketing and she did all of the international sales. And that, that is literally how we got our start. Wow. And from there, I mean, we would hand fill all the bottles. It was, it's been fun to see it grow from hand filling to raffia tying to, you know, no raffia tying anymore to a fully automated system so sure that food and wine fella he put you on the map 
<laughs> he did. That was literally how we got our start. He did. I mean, I had no idea. I'm like, we're just in Little Walla Walla. And I have no idea what a JPEG is. And <laughs> <Right>. we just, <laughs> internet was just starting. And I mean, I think it was the funny thing. I remember we all had these huge, I think they were like DOS computers. Oh, and yes. one of our employees figured out how to send a message internally that said, hi. And I remember I got it and I came out to her office and I said, how did you do that? And she said, oh, you do this. I mean, it's 20 steps to do it, but we did it. Right. And so it's it's just been fun, you know, the whole thing, just technology and the growth of the company and everything. It's a great story and a wonderful example that anything's possible. Yes. I have to ask, where do you go from here? You have this product <laughs> that, I mean, seriously, every tasting room Maybe around the world has this product in their oh. in their tasting room. Every winery has this product. I mean, oh, I have I it in wish. my home. I have it. Thank you. I mean, everybody I know has this product. So where do you go from here? I mean, what's what's next? What's ahead? I wish, honestly, that we had it in every tasting room and every store all over the world. Um, unfortunately, we do not, but I would love to. Well, they're think, a fool not to have your product because it, it is a miracle product. It does exactly what it says it's going to do. It takes the wine right out. If you accidentally spill it on your clothing, on a couch, on your tablecloth, you just spray it and it's gone. So shame on anyone who doesn't have a, some size of bottle in their home tasting room winery because it seems like it should be a staple everywhere so but what's ahead for you do you dream up new applications for your product or are there other products in your portfolio under evergreen labs so there are other products in our portfolio under evergreen labs we have a children's version called red erase and it's essentially the exact same formula just um a different different logo mm -hmm. and the idea was behind that came from there is a lady who wrote a book called talking dirty with the queen of clean and she loves our product and she she was just a hoot and my mother actually got to meet her i believe anyway she said you should come out with a children's version to focus on the fruit punch and the lipsticks and the jams and the jellies oh, that's and good the blood idea. sure and it was and it was a really good idea but that market it, it really honestly has not really taken off for us. You know, we received a few write-ups about it and you know, the stores that we would go for, which were more the boutique stores, many of those have closed. And so that makes it very, a very difficult sale and other, and especially now I meet people are just not bringing in things. And so that is one product. And then I also have this, fabulous family of mine with two kids one in college and one that's a sophomore in high school who have these amazing ideas on different ways to take the wine away and different ideas for it and um we are working on that as we speak so you're going to keep it under wraps there's there's other ideas being thought about 
for the future? Yes, there are several ideas and in, until we get the formula out there and figured out and until we get the label designed and everything else, I don't want to have to have another food and wine where I'm, you know, having to work backwards. So got to, got to do it all right first. I think for me, if, if I was going to tell you my dream, you know, where, where would we sell the wine away? Where, where do I want to sell it the most? Or where do you want to take the business? I want to sell it to Disney. I want to sell it for their housekeeping to use in their hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. I want to sell it to them to, for them to clean off things in the resorts. I, it, it is my dream to sell to Disney. That is where I, I want to sell. The next one would be to, sell it to Williams Sonoma. I think they are missing the ballpark there by not having our wine away in there. Oh, I and, agree. And Crate and Barrel and Target. Those are probably some of the accounts that I would like. I think those are some great goals to have. I'm surprised one of those companies haven't reached out to you and said, we want to carry your product. You know, I wish that that was the case. And unfortunately, we are not fortunately fortunately we are also a certified women-owned business and i was hoping that that would open up so many doors for us but it simply has not Hmm. um and that and that has been unfortunate i think that the doors that it opens for people that they that i find is less for a consumer product like mine but more it's just different right and so i feel as though that it's with many of these bigger companies, it's not a what you know, it's a who you know. And right. I simply at this point, I just don't know them. But right. I'm not giving up and I stay at it every year. I go for it and, you know, I just, I figure my my favorite thing that I have always had and I share with my children is two things. If you don't ask, you won't know. Right. That's my my biggest thing in life. Um, my other one is, and this is for sales only, no just means I've got to find another way to get to that yes. Yeah, I usually say if you don't ask, the answer is always no. That is the, always the answer. Right. Yes. So you got to ask. And I always just got to keep going at it and figuring out how to get to yes. Someday I'm going to say, amen, I've done it, hallelujah, my dream came true. And that is my dream. It warrants the question, what drives you? What keeps you going? Honestly, is my family. I have the best husband and two kids ever. And that, and then my mom and dad. You know, I have a wonderful, wonderful close-knit family. But I would say my husband and my two kids are what keep me going every day. How do you have that good balance of good work-life balance? <laughs> you know, some days are harder than others. When COVID hit, uh, we didn't get any orders from March until September of Wine Away. It was a very hard year. And so we worked with um, another company to develop a hand sanitizer. My son actually designed the label and logo. And, um, you know, you just, you just have to, and I was down at the office. I was home every night trying to figure out how I was going to make my little wine away company survive through all of this. And my kids and husband, they're like, you can do this. We know you're working extra long hours. And I mean, I had people call me from New York and I will, this was kind of my got to do this story, but I had a, a gentleman call me from New York and he had just, he was a big wine away fan. 
And again, I'm sitting in little Walla Walla. We're kind of our own little bubble. Um, he said, Hey, you know, I'm taking care of my mom. She just finished chemotherapy. I'm a huge wine away fan. And I know a lot of people are retooling to make hand sanitizer. Have you guys re- thought about retooling and making hand sanitizer? And I said, Oh no, not at this time, you know, whatever. He said, I simply can't find it for 70, 70 bucks a bottle. I'm like, Oh, come on. So I went online and I'm looking around and I went, Oh, hello. And so I had a bottle of hand sanitizer gel sitting on my desk. I got his name and address and I sent him my bottle. And then I went down to the hall where I share, I rent office space um, out of the building that we manufacture in, but there's a couple other companies in here at the same place. And I told them my story. They'd received the same kind of story. And so we retooled my wine away equipment to make hand sanitizer and it wasn't a make hand sanitizer so we can retire and make millions it was simply a let's make hand sanitizer so we can survive and you know we used to be able to buy isopropyl alcohol for i don't know 500 bucks for a 55 gallon drum and we were paying 5700 dollars for it oh wow so that just kind of tells you that the supply and demand of people selling it for 70 was in real reality real for many people we didn't sell ours for that but anyways so you know those are just different things they just keep me going and they're my huge my best cheerleaders and if I need to go work weekends or I need to work long evenings or do special things they're right there with me and my my son has become quite invested into the company and he's going to help me with my social media because I, I need help. So he's helping me with that. And my daughter's been helping as well. So it's been great. Great. Wonderful. Everybody has their own role to play. They do. What's the best advice that you've received or have you had a mentor along the way and who might that be? So I would say my best advice is probably still from my parents And my parents have always told me that, you know, in life, you have to take chances. And again, where my motto has always come in, if you don't ask, you don't know. And it's the same with taking chances in life. If you don't try, then you won't know. And that's the same. That's the same thing that I passed along to my kids. If you don't try, you won't know. And you'll look back and go, well, what if? And so you got to try. And top moment of your career so far? Good housekeeping endorsement when we were selected to be one of the top cleaning products by Good Housekeeping. Every year they go through and they look at products. That was it. That was the crowning moment for me is getting that write up in that magazine. Didn't even know it was coming. And that was simply phenomenal. And then for my 50th birthday, I went to New York and I met Carolyn Forte and I met Um, Megan Murphy, who is now the editor of Women's Day magazine. And I got to meet those two ladies along with the editor of Good Housekeeping magazine. And um, that, just the write-up and getting to meet those three ladies right there that are making it happen, for me, that was amazing. That, That was one of those, hang that up, frame it, put it on your wall in your office. That was it for me. That was for sure it. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Well, let's shift to your personal life now. 
Okay. So if we took a step inside your home, which is in Walla Walla, you grew up in Walla Walla. I should mention that. But if we took a step inside your home, what would we see? What is your decorating style? So we live in a one-story farmhouse type of house, and my decorating style is kind of a rustic modern farmhouse that is simple and has comfortable living, I guess is what I would call how I decorate. So I'm just pretty simple. What's your color scheme? Well, we just recently got the inside painted. Um, Our color schemes are grays, whites, and beige. And then I accent, I used to accent with kind of a paprika sort of color is what I like to call it. And so I'm still accenting with that, but it doesn't really go with gray as well. So I'm switching to some kind of greens. Favorite room in your house? My favorite room in our house is our living room. Why? We have a big, huge backyard. It has a creek that runs through it and beautiful trees. And we have these wonderful windows that look out to our backyard. And I love our living room. It's just a great place to be with family and hang out and play games. And then I also like to step outside onto our patio that, again, you can just hear the creek and look into the backyard and chase the puppy. When you kick back and relax, what kind of music do you like to listen to? (laughs) So my kids tell me that I'm kind of a music nerd, which I'm okay with that. My husband and kids, they got music, they know lyrics, I do not. Um, I grew up listening to Barbara Streisand and Johnny Mathis and Gary Manilow and Neil Diamond and the Carpenters. And um, I also listen to Christian music. That's something that I listen to every day on the way to work. And, um, and so I, you know, I grew up with that with my grandma. She had a big record player and we'd go over to their house and she'd put on her music and we'd all sit there and jam out to all those awesome artists and um, sing and I knew all the words and I still know all those words and so that's that's what I grew up with and it's still the music that I go to Um, I just enjoy their music and it was it's kind of a fun thing Um, my mom and I took a trip several years ago to Disneyland together and she hadn't been in a while. And so I just took her by myself and we went to Disneyland and we were, one of the rides had broken down and there was a couple that was in front of us, these two gals, and they were, they were humming some Johnny Mathis music. And I was, my mom goes, I think I know those tunes. So anyway, we started talking to them and they were big Johnny Mathis groupies and they went all over and followed him to different concerts. I had no idea that he was still doing concerts anyways. Um, so that was kind of a fun thing for us, but my mom and I have been to Barry Manilow concert together and my mom and my aunt Marilyn and I have also been to, and my sister, um, to Barbara Streisand together Ooh. as well. And so that's, that's some of the, you know, kind of quirky things, but for me, you know, other than that, I do listen to Fleetwood Mac and Mamma Mia and Whitney Houston, not gonna lie. Those are some of my favorites, but Christian music is my everyday go-to music. I listen to it going to work and coming home from work. What would be a perfect day spent in Walla Walla? If you had to plan the perfect day for someone in Walla Walla, what would it look like? So if I had the perfect day for me or someone else in Walla Walla, I would get up in the morning and I would go have breakfast at Maple Counter Cafe. 
It is hands down the best breakfast I have ever, ever had. Amazing. Great service, good food. And then if I was going to have my ultimate day, I would go honestly and get a massage and a facial at Misbehaven, which is here in Walla Walla. I love it. And they're also a women-owned business. And then I would probably go just have a nice meal. But if I was going to do something that is something I also really enjoy doing, I would go golfing. And I love to golf. Um, One of my other hobbies is um, photography. I do it as a hobby, not to make money. And um, I've taken some family portraits for people and senior photos for family, friends and things like that. And okay, we're talking about your perfect day. So would your perfect day or your recommended perfect day include um, photography? Sometimes just yeah. depends on the day. Okay. You know, my, my perfect day, it just kind of depends on the day and, and who, who maybe photography I would be taking photos of. Um, the stories that go along with those turn into perfect days. If I, it's kind of an interesting thing. But yeah, for me, it would be, you know, eating maple counter, honestly, probably going a little wine, doing a little wine tasting downtown or around Walla Walla and um, getting massage and facial and then maybe having a nice meal at Tea Macaroni's if those were my, how I would do my full day and not include golf, that would be what I would do. Now, the question that I think photography could be a good answer for is something people might be surprised to learn about you other than uh, you can elaborate with photography or is there something else that people might be surprised to learn about you you know i i think people might be surprised to learn that i am a research freak i love to research things it's one of my things that i love to do and Um, people will ask me, Hey, you know, can you help me find information on this? And I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Does this mean you would be a great Jeopardy contestant? No, I'm (laughs) horrible at game shows. Um, not quick on my feet at all, but if you need to find something out about something, I just love to do that. You love to dive in and research, like a good investigative reporter or... Yeah, I, I do. It, it's my thing. I just love it. What's the last thing that you researched? My son and I were researching something together about social media, to be quite honest, and different things regarding social media engagement and different things, different platforms and TikTok and demographics, and I don't have TikTok, but apparently we need it. Um, so, anyways, I, I, yeah, I haven't had any big research things that I've needed to do lately, but I, I do enjoy researching things. It, it would be my second career to work for a law firm and be the person that did research. You live in wine country, so yes. I have to ask, what do you like to drink at home? I, I have a sad addiction to my McDonald's morning diet Coke, as does my husband. And it doesn't matter where we go. We always find our morning diet Coke. Okay. And um, so that is one thing that I always have. But for me, for wine, quite honestly, there are so many wonderful wineries here and tasting rooms. You know, that's, that's a hard one. Um, you know, some of my favorites are Contos and 
Long Shadows and Dama Sellers, which is also a women-owned business, and Virgin Lane. Are you a wine girl? Do I you do enjoy like wine, wine, or do you like? I a, do. Uh, you do. Do you have a favorite bridal? Like, you know, during the summer, I really like rosé. Mm-hmm. I love rosés. Um, you know, I, it's my favorite during the summer. It's probably one of my favorite things to drink during the summer, and then Chardonnays. And in the winter, you know, I'm kind of all over the board. I discovered a new a new wine the other day, and I went, "Wow, how did I not know about you guys?" And you know, I knew I knew them, but I hadn't tried their wine, and so. Um, and you're going to ask me how to say their name and I will butcher it. So I'm just going to leave it at that. They were really awesome. And anyway, but I typically will drink more of a Merlot or a red table wine and depending on the meal, but that's typically what I drink. Well, we're going to wrap things up now with five quick questions. They're really lighthearted. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. First question. What kind of car do you drive? I drive a used Range Rover. Okay. What is your favorite flower? Ah, that's an easy one. My favorite flower is a Gerber daisy. Who is your favorite actor or one of your favorite actors? Ooh, ooh, so many choices and favorite actors, but I have to say Tom Hanks. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? Teal. Which do you prefer, ice cream or potato chip? Now that is not a fair question. That's like asking somebody if they want dessert or pasta. Um, hmm. Ah, probably ice cream. Okay. Stacy, so much fun catching up with you today. Thank you so much for the good conversation. Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.